When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, of course, powered by Overtime Media. I am Jake Kukorowski, senior writer at BadgerBlitz.com, which is your rivals.com destination for all things Wisconsin athletics from the recruiting trail inside Camp Randall Stadium, of course, on the court of the Kohl Center. And we are recording on a Saturday afternoon. Hope everyone's having a great week. Thank you for tuning in, and you'll see things coming up on BadgerBlitz. It's been a busy week for us over here. For this podcast, we're going to play, for the duration of the podcast, the interviews with new offensive coordinator Bobby Ingram, along with his son, newly transitioned wide receiver Dean Ingram. We spoke, we being reporters, we spoke with them on Friday morning inside the McLean Center, which is just adjacent to Camp Randall Stadium. We're going to about that, but obviously let's kind of recap just what happened this week before we get to that audio. First and foremost, Wisconsin officially announced Bobby Ingram as offensive coordinator on Monday via press release. Within that, too, they also declared that Dean Ingram, the cornerback for Wisconsin, who started five games for Jim Leonard's defense in 2021, had 20 tackles, three pass breakups, and then, of course, an interception against Northwestern was going to be moving to wide receiver. And that room you know, it really is going to be transformed, right? And there's going to be an article on badgerblitz.com coming up later this weekend, probably t- later today after I record, talking about, you know, Dean Ingram talking about it being a, a natural fit in his words uh, for the transition to wide receiver. And he obviously played that in high school at Gonzaga College High School in the Washington, D.C. area. So that wide receiver room will be retooled because gone are Danny Davis, Kendrick Pryor, Jack Dunn. You have Devin Chandler, who left midseason during 2021. He signed with Virginia. You also have A.J. Abbott, who the Rivals Transfer Portal Twitter account announced that he was leaving Wisconsin. So there are five wide receivers gone from from last year's roster, really. Uh, On top of that, so you have Chimray DK, who had 19 receptions. Last season, no other returning receiver had more than three catches. So there's Marcus Allen, who obviously everyone knows about the big bowl uh, prep practices and his performances, uh, and we had articles about that back in December. But then on top of that, you also had, you know, Skylar Bell had a great catch in the Las Vegas Bowl against Arizona State. There is uh, Keontes, talking about transfer portal working against Wisconsin. You have a transfer portal working for Wisconsin in the pickup of UCLA wide receiver Keontes Lewis, who's a six foot three player. If you know, we talked to Bruin Blitz on YouTube uh, via our YouTube channel. Just uh, was it last month discussing Jay Shaw, but also Keontes Lewis, big six foot three receiver, has the ability to you know. I mean, he played in eleven games last year, didn't have a catch, uh, but he's intriguing. You had Ingram to that, and then on top of that, you also have you know signees coming forward with uh, for 2022, where you have Tommy McIntosh, 
You have Vinny Anthony II. You have the newly signed Chris Brooks Jr. who flipped from Yale. And then add on to that returning scholarship players from the 2021 fall camp roster like Stefan Bracey Jr. And then as well as, uh, you know, someone like Isaac Smith, who we haven't really heard a lot of as well. So that room is retooled. So it's going to be interesting to see what Dean can bring. And of course, we'll have that audio coming up in just a little bit. Of course, on Tuesday, transfer quarterback Caleb Williams announced his decision to leave Oklahoma officially and head to USC to play for his former head coach, Lincoln Riley, who now takes over that Pac-12 program. In basketball news, of course, Wisconsin fell to Illinois 80-67 to inside the State Farm Center in Champaign. Kofi Coburn, 37 points, 12 rebounds. Wisconsin shot only 3-24 from deep, from three-point range. Of course, we're recording this interview. I will be down at the Kohl Center coming up in just a little bit, in a couple hours, as Wisconsin will welcome Penn State to the Kohl Center. And if we're recording on Saturday, it appears the men's basketball program from Penn State is leaving today uh, due to some travel troubles. So we'll see how the Nittany Lions look inside the Kohl Center coming up later today. On that note, let's get to that audio of new offensive coordinator Bobby Ingram talking to Wisconsin reporters about coming to the Badgers and among several other topics. And then Dean Ingram comes in later and talks about his move to wide receiver as well. So without further ado, here we are with Wisconsin's new offensive coordinator and one of its newest wide receivers here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, powered by Overtime Media. We'll, uh, we'll first start with uh, Coach Ingram. He's got some, some opening statements to say, and then, again, like usual, we got microphones on each side of the room, so we'll flag those down. Uh, first, I want to give praise and honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, I would like to thank Barry Alvarez, our AD, Chris McIntosh, uh, the Board of Regents, and Paul for this great opportunity. Um, I'm thrilled to be named the OC for the Wisconsin Badgers. I'm excited. I'm grateful to be a part of a program with such a strong tradition. And uh, it has been great this first week working with the coaches and getting to know the players. I've sat down and talked to quite a few of them. And I love the excitement and the energy that, that everybody's bringing right now. So. Uh, I'll open up it to questions now. Jesse, they have a fairly basic question for you to start. Can you share what exactly your responsibilities will be as offensive coordinator? Will you be calling the plays and what position group will you be coaching? Well, I think as a coordinator, I'm going to be involved in all aspects of the game plan. Um, we're, you know, we're still working and talking through in terms of you know, uh, that's a question for Paul in terms of positions and where we'll be. I think there's still some things to solidify. Uh, on the staff, and as far as play calling, I've been around many of places, so there's different ways to do it. Again, I will be involved in all aspects of the game plan, and we will have some really good plays called, uh, and we'll be in a, it'll be a collaborative effort, and uh, we'll be working together. And the main thing is to have uh, a great plan where we can move the ball and score points and help us win football games. Yeah, Bobby, you obviously had a recruit when you were at Pittsburgh with Paul. You haven't had a recruit, per se, in the NFL. What what strengths do you think you can bring as a recruiter, and do you know which area of the country that you would be recruiting in? Yeah, I do not know uh, the area yet, uh, but, you know, my strengths as a recruiter would be just, you know, kind of my track record and what I've done. 
but you get to, you know, recruiting is just a process. I think just having a process and a procedure, the main thing is getting to know the young men, really understanding who they are and making sure they are a fit because not all great players might not be a fit, you know, and just uh, it would be an honest approach. It would be an open approach and letting people know what Wisconsin is about. And, and again, it's about trying to find the right fit, the right young men to bring into this program offensively uh, that's going to help us. Or in my area, if there's a defensive player, it's, you know, passing them over to the defense, defensive staff and, and doing all of the legwork there. But uh, I think communication, uh, follow-up, uh, and just being persistent and just really uh, articulating who we are and what we're about so that guys really understand, you know, what Wisconsin football has to offer. Um, you, you mentioned before, obviously, the goal is to dial up some great plays. I know you've got a lot going on, so I'm not sure how much you've had a chance yet to study the offense. Right. But from what you've seen mm -hmm. and what you expect, in what ways do you think you can kind of expand the offense, particularly in the passing game, which is an area that has struggled a bit in the last couple of years? Right. I, I think that, um, you know, change comes, I think the change will come from really what our players can do. You know, my, my approach and I think our philosophy as coaches is going to be uh, what can our players do well? And I think that's, that's where it starts. Obviously, there's a strong tradition here, had a lot of great offenses and running the football. And I think I, just coming from the NFL and my experiences, just bring some, a fresh perspective, bring some new ideas. But again, it's going to be a collaborative effort that I think really should be player driven because we got some young guys. I know they're talented guys. I have not had a chance to really watch a lot of film yet in terms of studying it. I've watched games, um, but really I'm looking forward to that whenever this first week settles down so I can really get into the film and, and study our personnel and, and see uh, who guys are and what they do well and accentuate their strengths. But I think it's player-driven, the changes. Yeah. You mentioned getting to know the players and what their strengths and weaknesses are. What will you... Once spring football comes around, after you've had a chance to look at some tape, mm -hmm. what will you try to do in order to find out even more about what your quarterbacks can do, what your tight ends can do, wide receivers, running backs, so you have a good handle going into camp, what can, how you can tailor things? Well, I think after the spring, hopefully I will have a good idea of what they can do, being with them day in and day out uh, for 15 practices and meetings. And then the natural progression for that is how we grow the offense. You know, I think that, again, the players, what they can do, and then the natural progression of how players improve, just always keeping a, a pulse on how guys are getting better. And that's why we practice, right? That's the goal. So we have to be able to monitor that and take advantage of that. Right. Bobby, you coached under both Jim and John Harbaugh. How much of an impact have both of those guys made on you during your coaching career? Yeah. Uh, Jim and John has had a, a great impact. You know, Jim gave me my first opportunity to coach. Uh, when he was with the 49ers, and I spent the last eight years with John in Baltimore. Um, both of them had a very strong impact uh, on, on me as a coach. Um, it's been, I've been fortunate to be around two really good head coaches and two guys that uh, they, they're, they're, they're intense. They pride themselves on preparation and winning, and I've been able to take a lot uh, from both of those guys and carry that over into my coaching. Cole. Bobby Colton, Ron Donnelly from the Wisconsin State Journal. Mm -hmm. um, when you look at your career, you, kind of, you moved positions uh, with the Baltimore Ravens. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to a new challenge at the offensive coordinator position. What kind of challenges do you envision just expanding what you've done in your coaching career so far here? Um, that's a good question. I think uh, just figuring out, um, 
again, it's about the players and what we need to do to get them better. So the challenges will be as a staff for us putting the better, the, 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 together the very best game plan every week. But I'm really looking forward to this spring. So when you're around guys uh, day in and day out, um, in the meeting room, in the classroom, watching them work out and on the field, you get a, you get a great sense of who they are and, and then, again, what they can do. And everything we're doing is pointing towards winning football games. So you know, that will be the initial challenge. And then the challenges of game planning week in and week out versus our opponents. So, but that excites me. That's what we love as coaches, the strategy and the planning and, and figuring out a way to win games. Bobby, you're going to get a chance to coach your son for the first time. What, uh, what's that going to be like? And also, can you give us a scouting report of him as a, <laughs> as a wide receiver? Uh, good question. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty unique experience. Uh, uh, first, I'm real proud of Dean, just to how hard he's worked in, in this program and how he's been able to overcome some adversity uh, that he's had in, in his life. Um, but I'm excited about coaching him. And uh and I think it'll be unique in the fact that we'll be around each other day in and day out on the field. I've never coached him in terms of him being on an organized team. I've always taken my boys out and their friends. I've done football drills, footwork, catching drills. So that's always been fun. But I'm looking forward to that. Uh, as far as the scouting report, you know, we'll have to see what he has. <laughs> but uh, quick, you know, uh, got some good speed, toughness, you know, great, great, great uh, ball skills. He can really track the ball. Um, but that wasn't a foregone conclusion. You know, that was a decision that, uh, and I know it seems like uh, obvious, but it, it really wasn't. It was, you know, it, it had to come from Paul. It had to be from Dean. It had to be natural and organic, and it had to be something that fit the program. And it, and it checks all of those boxes. So I think it's the right thing to do for the team. Bobby, uh, there were some reports connecting Wisconsin to Caleb Williams. Mm -hmm. You know, I know you have a relationship with him. Can you shed some light on that? Did you? The relationship was intact long before any of the transfer portal. And that just, the timing of it, I think people really linked uh, us together more than, 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 uh, than what it might have been. But in terms of the relationship, you know, I got great respect for Caleb. Love his family, his father, uh, Carl's mother, Dana. So the relationship was because of us being down and us going to battle and playing a lot of football games together. But I think, you know, Wisconsin as, as a program, you look at, and with the, with the portal now, I think you look at any, any great player that becomes available uh, that's interested in, you have to look at it. But I'm happy for Caleb, you know, where he is, and I think that's a great move for him. And I'm really excited about the guys that we have, and I'm ready to get to work. Jason, you spent two seasons working alongside Paul and Pitt several years back, obviously. What did you learn about him from working with him um, that you think this will be a, a good marriage Oh, uh, I think number one is Paul and his approach and how he deals with the players. Um, you know, I think he really enjoys being around the players and coaching them. Uh, offensively, he's done some really good things, great things over the course of his coaching career. And I think philosophically, it's a good fit, um, the way they run the ball. What I've been exposed to as a player and as a coach, you know, I really believe in, in running the football and being able to, to assert yourself there. Um, so I'm excited. Uh, we have a great personal relationship. So I just look forward to the next chapter uh, here and building that with him and the entire staff at Wisconsin. Okay. Bobby, you were at Pitt for a couple of years and you're in the NFL for the past eight. Is, you know, going from establishing relationships with players, is there 
Do you have to plan on a transition of going from NFL veterans like you know Mike Wallace, Mark Andrews, Steve Smith, senior, and then going back to the college game? Is there any difference in how you approach mentoring players? Um, uh, yes, because I think where they are in their lives, you know, these are young men. And those were guys who kind of went through that path, and they were men. You know, they had, were men with families and a career. So I think there's a, a, a certain, uh, a different approach, but yet it's similar just in how you deal with people. You know, I love the players. I love uh, getting to know them personally. I love the teaching, the coaching aspect, and building that relationship. So it'll be the same in that respect. But I think the difference is where they are in their journey as men. Tommy, you mentioned the transfer portal, and, and I, coaches know this is a business, especially someone who's coached in the NFL. Mm -hmm. But I'm guessing your quarterbacks, who you'll be working with, probably were aware of the, the stories and the linking of Caleb Williams and Willie Cumber. Mm -hmm. Do you anticipate, maybe you have already, sitting down with the quarterback, especially your returning starter, and say, hey, you're my guy, we're going with this, or uh, do you anticipate any issues there? No, I've already talked to Graham, talked to Chase. Those guys are good. We're all good. You know, they understand the nature of college football now and certain things we cannot control. But they know uh, they're excited, I'm excited, and we're ready to go to work. Cool. Tommy, you're the first African-American to hold the position of offensive coordinator at Wisconsin, especially given all the conversation about uh, African-American opportunities in coaching. What does it mean to you to be the, the first here at Wisconsin? Uh, it means everything. Uh, it's um, it's uh, humbling, you know, uh, and it's a, I'm grateful, again, for the opportunity, but it means a lot, you know, and uh, um, I'm thankful to be in this position. And uh, it's been a lot of coaches that have uh, gone before me that have worked really hard and done well to give me this opportunity and, you know, give credit to Paul, to Wisconsin. You know, I think the model here is forward, right? You know, forever forward. And I think this is a great example of not just talk, something not just being a slogan, uh, but you know, uh, real people uh, grasping that and giving giving uh, an opportunity to do something different. So I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm excited and I'm grateful to be in this spot. Okay, so Robbie, you know, being so being an assistant in the NFL for so long, did you ever anticipate coming back to the college game and just like, how did those conversations start with Paul? Yeah. to get to the point now where you're an offensive coordinator? Yeah, I don't think you ever close off any any door. It was not a move that I was looking to make. You know, I was uh, – I really enjoyed the NFL. I was in a great organization. I was growing. I was uh, given the opportunity to move from the wide receivers to the tight end, and that helped my growth, you know, exponentially. Uh, but, again, this was an opportunity, and I think the timing of it and the fit, just what I, what I know about the program and the tradition, my relationship with Paul – um, the opportunity for me to take that next step in my career. So, you know, everything's just kind of aligned, and I think this is the right time, and I think it's a great fit for both sides. Yep. Bobby, you competed against this program, and now you've had a son in this program for a couple of years. What do you think is possible, just as relative outsiders so far now coming into it? What, what do you think is possible for this program? I mean, you, you guys have seen this team for a lot longer up close than I have. Um, I think, you know, winning a championship is possible. And that's, that's the goal. That's why we're all in it. Um, we got some work to do, um, but there's a lot of good pieces in place here. And, uh, you know, just being around for the first week, I love what I'm seeing, you know, the camaraderie, the way the guys are working, the intensity of the program. Uh, and how can you not be excited about being a part of that? Anything else?
Being a two-part question, first part, first part is serious, second part is see how much fun you want to have with your dad. <laughs> um, the transition to wide receiver, how did that come about? And um, can you share your feelings on that? And second, when you found out your dad was coming here, did you say to him, look, I moved away from you, now you're coming <laughs> to the or what, what, how's that going? Right. Well, it was always a dream just to work with my dad and being able to have the opportunity. Um, it's kind of still amazing to me. Um, in terms of moving to receiver, it was just a natural fit. Just thought it was the best move for the team overall. So I'm excited to work with that receiver group in the offense and you know see what we can do this year. Dean, when did those conversations start about you potentially moving to receiver? Did that happen before your your dad entered the picture? Mm -hmm. And can you share what you think you do well at that position? Well, it was just it's like kind of an ongoing discussion with me and Coach Chris. Um, just for a while, a while back now. And when we sat down and talked about it, we seemed like it was the best fit. And honestly, I'm just ready to work and do whatever I can to help this team. Um, how I fit, you know, I'm going to be a guy who's, who's ready to work every day, you know, set an example for my teammates. And, you know, that, that'll just play on the, the on-field um, success that we'll have. Cool. Dean, was it tough to, to make that transition or kind of take that step just because you've done so much work on the defensive side and became a starter this year. Was it tough to kind of, I guess, take that step of starting over in a new position? Yeah. It was It was a challenge, um, something I thought about for a while. You know, when you put in a lot of work on the defensive side of the ball and work your way up, it's just something that you love. And then when I thought about changing receiver, it was a natural change, nothing that was really um, a force or just something I had to take too much into consideration. It was just... I'm appreciative of the work that, you know, Coach Leonard helped me out and helped me learn. And Coach Poe last year, really having a position coach, really helped me out. And, you know, growing under them <clears throat> these past few seasons has really helped me as a player. But I'm excited, you know, switch sides and still still help the team in any way. Right. Dean, what's it been like for you to kind of watch your dad's football career from player to coach evolve to, to what it is today? Like I said, it's been a dream, you know, just being able to go to all his games and see him from from as long as I can remember. I'm on the field to going from coaching to playing is really just something that it's a unique experience and it's like it's like a dream come true to have him sitting next to me. Press conference. So it's a bit surreal for us a little bit, guys. Like this was because it happened naturally. And I think that's the thing. When when I he was being recruited up here and you make the trips and you talk to the coaches and you look at the numbers and the fit. And he had other programs, obviously, that he could have gone to. You know, he chose Wisconsin and because of the things that we both saw. Uh, and then, you know, a few years later for Paul to contact me and have that opportunity, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a pretty cool experience. But he knows we got a lot of work to do and we're looking forward to it. Okay. Yeah, I had a chance to talk to Steve Smith Sr. a little bit earlier this week, and he mentioned that he, you all worked out, I think it was last summer. I know you were a cornerback back then, but did you pick up anything from him in terms of either how to defend better or, or you know, how to run routes or, or other things? Right. We took a trip. You know, North Carolina got the opportunity to work with NFL great Steve Smith. Um, <clears throat> you know, we were really just focusing on the mental aspect of the game, not so much receiver work, corner work, just focusing on how to shape your mind and, be ready to, you know, um, get better every day. And that was an opportunity that I'm forever grateful for because that's just not something you do every day. So being able to work with him this summer and, you know, my little brother came on the trip, being able to, 
get some time before the season to work with him was really just really awesome. Being you're joining a wide receiver group where Jim Ray is really the only one with a lot of game experience, you got an opportunity to defend a lot of those guys. Can you share your impressions of what you think this wide receiver group can provide this year or what your expectations are now that you're a part of that? For sure. Every guy in that room has something that makes them special. Um, I got a chance to go against every single one of them, and they all have really good hands, really good ball skills. And like we said, we have time um, to work and see what everybody's strengths are. So, you know, I could break down the list and tell you every guy's strengths and how they're really going to improve and, um, you know, go into next season. But I think we'll just let that speak for itself. Bobby, what's Dean's biggest challenge in making this move? And have you coached this move before with the other players that have gone from the defensive side to being the receiver? Um, good question. Uh, I've coached several different positions where guys have moved over and, and being a receiver. Um, the, the thing is, Dean, had, he did it in high school. So it's not new to him. He did it at a, a high level in high school. So the challenge would be just kind of getting back and really his own coach with it. I trust him. Uh, coach Alvis is a, a, a tremendous wide receivers coach. Um, and he's going to be able to take Dean from point A to point B. He has a proven track record of developing guys. And I think our wide receiver room is in great hands. So I feel really good about Dean making that move. Um, so, you know, again, we have, he has to put in the work and, and he has to, to and, and that, that, that in terms of the competition, you know, that really always sorts itself out. You know him best, so what makes him the best fit for the offensive coordinator position here at Wisconsin? My dad is a really open-minded person. He's willing to take in new ideas and always trying to find the next best thing. Um, you know, really never satisfied with just being good enough. So I think that'll spread throughout the team. And um, like I said, playing to our success during the season. Bobby, just to follow up on making that switch, defensive backs have a reputation of not having good enough hands to be right. wide receivers. How does Dean fit into that role? <laughs> uh, he's got excellent ball skills, like I said earlier. Um, the thing about it is it, we sit here and we talk about it, but it's not an easy thing. And I like that Wisconsin has had a track record uh, of you know guys switching positions and doing pretty well. Just two days ago, I was watching – J.J. Watt play tight end <laughs> here at Wisconsin, right? Uh, so guys have had a track record, and that's just one guy that's highly recognizable. But, um, again, he has got great ball skills. He's just got to put in the work with Coach Alvis and the rest of the guys, route running, learning the playbook, footwork, releases. You know, he's, he's just scratching the surface, and I look forward to seeing how he grows under Coach Whitted. Anything else? Um, you said it's pretty surreal sitting up here next to each other. What's this moment been like for your whole family? Uh, you first. It's been great. Um, something when it first came up, uh, when we know figured out that my dad had the job opportunity, it was kind of just a moment where we just had to really sit back and you know take that moment in. But as we started to you know move forward with the process, it just became more real, and it was just something that we had always talked about but never really thought would happen. And as it's happening, you know, you just kind of makes you want to work even harder. Um, and, you know, as I'm sitting up here, I just get excited thinking about, you know, things we can do. Well said. It's been great. Thank you. Anything else? Did you did you ask for his approval or his 
<laughs> I'm the dad, right? <laughs> no, I think that we had family discussions. So anytime we make any major family move, uh, not just in football, we sit down and we talk through it as a family. And uh, we, me and my wife, Deanna, we always want them to vocalize their honest opinions and what they really feel. And then at the end of the day, as parents, we still make the decision on what we think is best. So yeah, I mean, we had some discussions. Um, and uh, so I didn't ask for his approval, but he gave it to me. It, it was always a yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for listening, folks. Here on the BadgerBliss.com podcast, of course, I am Jay Kokorowski, and we're going to have more next week. We have a lot coming up. We'll have post-game stuff from Wisconsin-Penn State regarding, obviously, takeaways, quick hits from the conference clash inside the Kohl Center. And then later this weekend, I'm going to have my article up. I talked to Steve Smith Sr., the former outstanding Carolina Panthers and Baltimore Ravens ride receiver, talking about his relationship with Bobby Ingram and just what he can bring as an assistant coach. It was a great talk with Smith. So that'll be up on the, on the article on the written website coming up. We obviously will have another podcast next week. Uh, apologies again for uh, just having the audio this week. We're going to have, uh, I'm working with Owen Reese from Bucky's fifth quarter, who was down at the East West shrine game, actually working it uh, and whatnot. I don't know if it was the official title. So I don't know, maybe working. It's not necessarily the, the best way to put it, but I will, uh, check with him and we'll talk about his experiences down, you know, in Las Vegas for the East West Triangle game. We shot, saw, you know, four Badgers uh, playing there. Uh, you know, Matt Henningsen, Jack Sanborn, Josh Seltzner, and also Jack Cohn. So we'll talk hopefully with him next week and we'll have that up at some point. And we got tons more coming up on badgerblitz.com too regarding so much more. Uh, and make sure you stay tuned. Of course, for this podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you find podcasts, that's where we're at. For our YouTube channel, just go to YouTube, type in Badger Blitz, you're right there. And for our site, wisconsin.rivals.com, badgerblitz.com. On Twitter, at badger underscore myth blitz. For me, at jcoco, K-O-C-O. Yeah, I'm out from there. Uh, I'm going to take a quick little break, get, then get down to the Kohl Center. Y'all take care, be good. We'll talk to you soon on another edition of the badgerblitz.com podcast, powered by Overtime Media.